Hi, welcome to the Tell It Like It Is program, the Tell It Like It Really Is program. And I'm Dr. Baker J. Baker. And tonight, Father, I thank you and I praise you for this night. I thank you for what you're doing in us. I thank you as we come towards this Thanksgiving time that you give us something that you, we can carry into it. I thank you and praise you for every person on this call and that you are working in their lives. And we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about four different things tonight, and I want to be on time with all of them. We're going to talk about the spirit of the fear of the Lord. We're going to also, uh, we would talk about holiday de decorated dark mini candies, but we're not going to do that because I'm not going to get you uh, into that where you feel like you're eating mint candies rather than listening to what I have to say. Um, one of the things that um, is really on my heart, and I taught about it actually this morning, is the mind of Christ. And, you know, I, I think many times we, we walk a little bit in the mind of Christ because um, the Spirit of God is on the inside of us, and He leads us and guides us, and uh, we walk according to, to His Word. But, you know, there's a place, there's places that we haven't gotten to yet. And I'm interested in going where very few people have gone before. I'm not interested in being a ordinary Christian. I'm not interested in just living a plain life. I want to live in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That means that I want to live in a place in Him where all of the manifestations of the things that He had in His heart when He said, greater works than these will you do because I go to my Father. I'm going to start off with a few scriptures. I'm starting out with 2 Timothy uh, 2, and I'm going to read 3 and 4. I'm going to read it first out of the, the Voice Bible. And it's, well, I'm just going to read two down to four. Um, but as for you, my child, be empowered by the grace that is in Jesus, the anointed one. Be empowered by the grace that is in him, which means that there's the grace in him for you to be able to do whatever it is that he has for you to do and for you to be able to accomplish all of these things uh, that he has said accomplished, uh, to accomplish. Because he says uh, uh, in uh, Philippians, let this mind, let the mind of Christ be in us. Uh, I think that's in chapter 2. He says this, he says... Um, Whatever you heard me teach before, and I'm telling you this, whatever you've heard me teach before, uh, an audience of witnesses, I want you to pass along trustworthily uh, to, trustworthy, to trustworthy people who have the ability to teach others. Also, as a good soldier of Jesus the anointed, be ready to suffer with me. Remember that soldiers on active duty don't get wrapped up in civilian matters because they want to satisfy those who recruited them. If you've been recruited into the kingdom of God, if you have, if you have the kingdom of God in you and you live in the kingdom of God, then that's who it is that you want to satisfy. You don't want to satisfy flesh. You don't want to satisfy your emotions. You don't want to satisfy the things that... Uh, the world thinks that the religious system thinks, which is nothing more than the world system, because it tells you what to do, what not to do, uh, how to act, all of these different kinds of things, what to think, what not to think. That's a religious system. It's in the it's in the uh, uh, church, but the church got it from the world because the church has not done what the church is supposed to do, so that the world follows the church rather than the church uh, following the world. Uh, and if you didn't get it, just slow talk it and listen back to it again. Okay, in um, Philippians 3, and I'm going to start in, um, in verse 5, Paul was talking about, uh, I was born uh, a true Hebrew of Hebrews of Israel the son of a Jewish man, the tribe of Benjamin. I was circumcised the eighth day after my birth and was raised in a strict traditional Orthodox Judaism. 
uh, living separate and devout like a Pharisee. And concerning the righteousness of the Torah, no one surpassed me. I was without peer. Furthermore, as a fiery depender of the truth, I persecuted the Messianics, uh, believers with religious zeal, yet all the accomplishments that I took credit for, I have now forsaken them. See, all of the things, all of our degrees, all of these things that we've accomplished, whether there are things that we've accomplished uh, uh, academically or in, in, in our Christian walk, we, uh, listen to what it is that he says, I have now forsaken them, and I regard them as nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from the past and throwing all my boasting, all my boasting on the garbage heap. It's all like a pile of manure to me now, a uh, 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 pile of manure to me now, so that I may in, uh, be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus and embracing him as Lord uh, in all of his greatness. My passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness. Remember, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But we have to understand what that is. Being the righteousness of God is, is where, okay, uh, I'm holy like God. I'm walking like God. I'm listening to God. I have the mind of God because I'm in Christ Jesus and I have the mind of Christ. I'm doing the things. I'm sold out. You can't be the righteousness of God. You can't, uh, uh, the kingdom of God is righteousness. And the righteousness, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that's the kingdom of God but we don't we have not released we have not understood what that righteousness looks like and until we understand what that righteousness looks like until we embrace what that righteousness looks like the kingdom of God is not going to manifest in the earth it means that I am a I, I am a, a, a duplicator. I am I am one that's working the works. I'm one that is allowing him to take me into a place. Not um, we talk about frequency so much, but the thing of it is, is this: he wants us to operate in that frequency. He wants us to be he he w wants us to be meshed in that frequency, so that you can't tell the difference between the uh, the frequency of heaven and the frequency of earth, because heaven is bringing it to earth. Otherwise, the kingdom of God is not manifesting. This is why the word of God is talking about the fact that the earth is groaning. The earth is desiring for what? For the sons of God to manifest, for the manifestation of the sons of God. What are they talking about with the manifestations of the sons of God? For the frequency, the rhythm, the ways of God, the, the power of God, the the authority of God, the, the manner, the mannerisms of God, the, uh, to, to, to take hold of what it is that belongs to God, what belongs to God in the earth. The earth is the Lord's and everything and everybody in it. Well, why doesn't God come and do this? Because he's given that to us. He says, I want you to run this. I want you to do as I do in heaven. I want you to do in the earth. And until we start to do that, we can talk about the kingdom all we want. We can preach about it. We can talk about the tabernacle. We can talk about uh, the laws. We can talk about any of those things. But until the culture of the kingdom of God starts to manifest in and through us, then we're sadly lacking. And I'm pushing, I'm going to push everybody around me uh, that says that they want it. I will push them. I will help them. I'm going to sow into them. Uh, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to, uh, this is, this is something that I must have. There's no other reason I was sharing this morning that there's no other reason for me to live. If I cannot step into that frequency and, and listen to what Paul said. Now, just listen to this. He says um, uh, that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace him as, lo as Lord in all his greatness. My passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness uh, uh, based in keeping the written law or the religious law or the things that I think might be. My righteousness will be his base on the, uh, his base, uh, his, my righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness 
of Jesus Christ, the very righteousness that comes from God. And uh, I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus more, uh, more fully and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me. Now listen to this. Here it is. We're talking about Paul that has done all of these things. You know, all the things he went through. You know, all the the, the, the uh, things that he was able to do. Uh, beaten and, I mean, just all of these different kinds of things. But miracles happening through him. Uh, uh, people raising, uh, raising from the dead. All of these things. But look at what he says. I will be one with him in his suffering because there are things that you're going to have to go through. See, how is he one in the suffering? He's one in the suffering because he's walking in the love of God. The love of God gets abused. The love of God gets misused. Those that uh, look at how we treat God. You know, we, we here in the earth, we get upset. We get pissed off. Why? Because somebody ignored us. How often do you ignore God? You know, uh, we, uh, well, they didn't, I, they, they, they didn't recognize me. How often do you recognize him? How often do you even recognize him? Do we recognize him when he's trying to talk to us, when he's trying to wake us up in the middle of the night, when he's trying to say, uh, uh, stop doing this right now. I want to talk to you when, uh, we do all the things that we want to do. We go, we shop, we buy these cars, we buy purses, we buy all of these things. All this time, people are going to be spending uh, this holiday season buying uh, turkeys and doing all of this stuff for Thanksgiving, doing all of this stuff for Christmas. And he's saying, stop that, stop that, stop that. Come and spend some time with me. I want to show you something because I want to open some things up for you for the beginning of of your calendar year. I want to show some things for you uh, that you need to know in this Hebraic year. I want to show some things to you. But when do we have time for it? Many times we, we disc him. So if we dis, if we, uh, 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 you know, if we put him on a back burner and someone does it to us, why should we complain? He loves us unconditionally. And that's the way that we're going to have to start to love other people. If you're not going to do that, if you're complaining because things are not going your way, you don't understand what the love of heaven is like. That love is very different than our earth love. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I will be one with him in his suffering and I will be one with him in his death. Only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in his resurrection from the realm of the dead. I admit that, that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing. Now this is Paul. This is him saying, I mean, all the things that he did, all of the stuff that he went through and he would, at the end of his race, he says, I've finished my race. I've done my job and there lays up for me a crown. I mean, he knew that he had done it. He knew that he had run the race. He knew that he had picked up that cross to follow Jesus. He knew that he had done those things. He says, but I run with passion into his abundance. Why? So that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength. He said, well, I can't do that. He said, ah, I got this. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all the past. Oh my God, that's the biggie. They did this to me. They acted like this. He says, I forget all the past, all of the past. As I fasten my heart to the future instead, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature. See, it takes a weos for that. It takes a mature person for that. Uh, th those that walk around sad because somebody didn't do something. I'm disappointed in the way that this has happened. I'm disappointed in this. 
the thing of it is is this wherever you are it's okay but uh you're gonna you're if you're going to reach where it is he wants you to reach if you're going to walk in the kingdom of god if you're going to access those things of the kingdom you're going you're going to need to say you know what i am not going to be i am not going to be a technon any longer in other words i'm not going to be a baby i'm not going to be a child i'm not going to walk in this anymore i'm not going to allow my childish feelings i'm not going to allow myself to walk around pouting i'm not going to allow myself to walk around acting like uh trying to pretend and acting a certain way so somebody can ask you what's wrong what's wrong i mean personally i ignore that kind of thing i can see the difference between someone that's hurting if someone is hurting i'm saying how can i assist you how can i help you what's going on with you there is a difference because number one number one two three four five is is that i'm asking the spirit of god is this a pout or is this a need very simple and he'll let you know most of the time it's a pout many times it's a need but you go ahead and you do that why because you're mature and the maturity means that i have relationship and i talk to him and i know that he's going to answer me and most of the stuff that i ask him about is somebody else it's not about me okay so let all who are fully mature have this same passion and if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires God will reveal it to them. My gosh, can you see that? If you're not gripped by this desire to walk with the mind of Christ, to be able to be infused with him, so to be able to be uh, uh, meshed together with him, to be able to have it so that you're in him and he's in you and you're walking in that frequency. You're walking in that, that frequency until you're no longer. And so every prayer that you pray is the prayer that he wants prayed. And because he's interceding for the saints and because he's interceding for the saints, the words that come out of your mouth are the words that are coming out of his mouth and the father says it's done the father makes sure that it's done because he said in the book of John he says if you live in me and my word lives in you then you speak you ask anything why is that because you're walking in one line one frequency you're walking from heaven you're walking in the kingdom of God you're releasing the culture of the kingdom of God you're manifesting the kingdom of God you're manifesting the culture of the kingdom of God your language is the kingdom of God your walk is the kingdom of God your look is the kingdom of God. You're walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the awe of God and nothing else. Uh, uh, so all of these things can pass through you. As it says in the book of Hebrews, do you realize something? And, and, and Joshua, I was reading Joshua last night and I called my daughter and I, and I was talking to her. I says, do you realize how powerful Joshua was? Here it was. Joshua was one that came out of Egypt also. He had been a slave in Egypt, but he came out and he didn't have a slave mentality and neither did Caleb. Uh, 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 Moses wasn't in there. He wasn't one of those slaves. But the thing of it is, as far as it seems, uh, uh, Josephus said that Joshua was one of those slaves, but he came out and there he was at 80 years old. He took over for Moses and he did what he did and he died at 110. So don't look at me telling me you're too old or whatever it is. Don't look and say you're too young. It really doesn't matter. Jeremiah, it all these things that he did. There's many kings in the Bible, <coughs> excuse me, that were young. And what did Paul tell uh, uh, Timothy? <coughs> Excuse me. I talk so fast sometimes I, I swallow when I shouldn't. Slow down. Okay. But I get excited. Okay. <clears throat> so he says here, if anyone is not gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. And let us all advance. Now listen to this. This is about the corporate body. This is about the corporate anointing. This is about the oneness. This is about the 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 uh the pattern of Jesus. This is about the one mature weos. This is about the one mature son of God. Now listen to this. This is all of us together. He says, let us all advance together. Why? To reach this victory prize following one path with one passion. 
my God, what the body of Christ, what the kingdom of God will look like, what it is that we'll look like, because this is what we're coming into. Most apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, saints of God that are hearing from God, we're pressing in for this. What is this? We're pressing in so that we become one, so that we look like one, so that we have one passion. And that's the mind of Christ, the life of Christ, the walk of Christ. That's manifesting the the kingdom of God. That's manifesting uh, the kingdom of God into the earth. That's manifesting and being one and doing those things things, walking through walls, doing whatever it is that's necessary, uh, being uh, uh, so that you cannot tell the difference, taking and uh, uh, operating the kingdom of God in God's domain, which is the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and everything and everyone is his. Don't be sitting around worrying about the fact that, oh, it seems like everything is going to hell in a handbasket. A handbasket could not handle hell, okay? It would burn up. It doesn't matter what's going on. God is not stupid. God is not late. God is not for uh, 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 running uh, to take care of things. He's saying, keep your head, keep going forward, keep going forward, keep going forward, because the answer is forward. The answer is not back. What happens is, many times what happens is people pray from behind rather than spending the time with him and saying, what's about to happen so that I can turn around and look at it and tell it you will not happen here. And this is the kingdom of God. That's the difference between the kingdom of God and, and churchanity. Uh, it says, my beloved friends, imitate my walk with God and follow all those who walk according to the way of life that we modeled before you. I ain't going to tell you about that, that about the church, but I'm going to tell you that about, about the word of God because some of the things that's been modeled in the average congregation is, is things that should not be modeled. It's fear, it's manipulation, it's anger, it's bitterness, it's no preaching, it's, it's no teaching, it's no, it's no growing people up to release them. So I'm not, we're not modeling that. We're modeling what it is. We're modeling the, the uh, disciples' uh, doctrine. We're modeling that, which is the kingdom of God. For, the, for there are many who live by different standards, as I've warned you many times, I weep as I write these words. They are uh, enemies of the cross of the anointed one and doom awaits them. Their God has possessed them and made them mute. In other words, instead of speaking boldly for the things of God, they find out about how to compromise. Compromise is easy. You know, uh, we can find an excuse. Well, I'm going to do this because of this. I'm going to do this because of this. Yeah, but the word of God says, I take care of that for you. Yeah, but you know, this is what's going on. And they say, and this says, and whatever it is, it's called compromise. You compromise a little leaven, leavens the whole lump. It's the little foxes that spoil the whole vine. You compromise on little things and you watch it. You compromise on big things too. It's just like eating. Uh, and I, uh, my, uh, Pastor Lanzine and I were talking about this thing. And one of the things of it is, is this people on, on holidays, oh my God, I'm going off my, I'm going off my eating plan on Thanksgiving because, you know, I've already planned to just eat up everything. Why? Why? Why would you do that to yourself? And then it's going to be harder than, uh, 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 harder than anything to get back on it. And then what's going to happen, the half a year is going to be gone. And then you'll be able to do it. Why not eat in moderation? Why, 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 why not? Okay. Um, but that's just, that's just help there. Okay. Uh, their boast is in, is in their shameful lifestyles and their minds are in the dirt. But we, now listen to this. We are a colony of heaven on earth. As we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our humble bodies. We are a colony. Do you realize that that's a kingdom word? Do you realize that that's a kingdom culture word? We are a colony that has been colonized. Uh, We that are in the kingdom that understand the kingdom of God, that will not settle to... 
did not be fully colonized by the kingdom. And that means that I, 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 uh, that, that means that the youth being renewed as the eagle, that means walking without sickness and disease, just as they did when they came out of Egypt. This means walking with the fullness. They came out, not one sickly amongst them, and they came out with silver and gold. They came out with wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and insight, whether they used it or not. Moses used it, Joshua used it, and Caleb used it. So he says he is no respecter of person. So you know that it was available for them. It was available for the priest. It was available for those that carried water. It was available for everybody. This is what God is saying. The, uh, but we, we the body of Messiah, we in the kingdom of God, we are to be colonized. We're here on earth, but we're seated in heaven. If we're seated in Christ in heavenly places, far above all this mess, far above all the principalities, all the powers, all the spirits of darkness, all of these things. None of these things can harm you if you are in him. We're supposed to be in him so that we can walk it out in the earth. We can flesh it out in the earth. We can walk like him in the earth. We are a colony of heaven on earth a colony of heaven on earth. Why is not heaven then being manifested on earth? This is what I had to ask myself. And I said, no excuse is good enough. No excuse is good enough. I'm going for it. I'll live and I'll die going for this. I will, this will happen in my life where there is no sickness where he promised, I will renew your youth as the eagle. Where there, there, uh, he did it for Sarah. He did it for, uh, 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 Elizabeth. He did it for, uh, um, uh, uh, others in the word of God. He did it for them. Here it was. He did it for Sarah so that she could have a baby. He did it for Elizabeth and, and, um, and Zacharias. Uh, they, he did it for them. So why wouldn't he do it for me? And why wouldn't he do it for you? You see, you got to press in sometimes. Here it was. Anna decided that she wanted a baby. She, here it was. She was crying out to him, crying out to God. Here Eli was thinking she drunk because that would have been what was he was going to do. See, he was, he was, uh, um, uh, judging her by himself and by his family. Here it is. He was doing that. And, but she did not get offended. She said, Oh, no, 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 man of God. No, 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 no. But somebody somebody make a mistake and say that some apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, it'll be all over Facebook. It'll be all over YouTube. It'll be all over every, everything. Everybody will know that somebody said something to you that was wrong because you got offended and then you still won't get what it is that you were after. But she got what she needed. And she says, I'm going to give Samuel to you. And Samuel was a prophet. Uh, uh, he, he was, he, he, he walked in all of those gifts, but he was a prophet and he was an uh, apostle that brought things forth. And here it was, there was nothing that they could say about him. There was nothing. The only thing that he did not do, he did not raise up his sons to live like him. But you know, that was still their choice. Okay. A colony of heaven on earth. And we cling tightly to our life giver. If we all cling tightly to our life giver, then we will all walk together. The Lord Jesus, who will transform our humble bodies and transfigure us into the identical likeness of his glorified body. Look, we don't have to wait until we die for this. Read the word. It says, but we are a colony of heaven on earth. There has to be a transformation. Look at the book of, uh, of Romans. It says, do not be conformed to this world. In other words, don't be just stuck to this world and the way that the world is and the way that the world thinks and the, the, uh, um, 
the restrictions that the world has, but be transformed, be transformed, have this transformation, have this metamorphosis by the renewing of your mind. How are we going to renew our mind? Because we're going to take on the mind of Christ. And as he is, so are we in the world. Why are all these things in the Bible? And we expect to get all of this stuff when we die. Heck, we don't need it all when we die. When we die, uh, uh, yes, we will be all of that. But the thing of it is, is this, why is he telling us all of this great stuff? Why is he telling us all of this great stuff for the great by and by? No, for the here and the now. And I really believe that it's time that, that we, we start to read this thing, that we start to read this word of God and say, this is for now. This is for now. I got a better covenant. I got a better covenant than those that came out of Egypt, came out of slavery with no sickness, no disease. They came out <clears throat> uh, with riches. They came out being able to do supernatural things. Here it is. You hit the rock, water comes out of it. Ah, you put that, you, you put a rod out and here it is. You walk through, uh, uh, dry, you walk through on dry land. Here, this great big sea. I mean, it opens up and whatever it is, because God says, I want to do these things. You think he don't want to do them now? He wants to do this and more now. How do I know that? Because Yeshua Jesus said so. He says, greater things than these will you do. Because I'm going to my father and I'm going to talk to my father. I'm going to him and he's going to send the same spirit that did those things, that released those things, the same spirit that raised me from the dead. Now that's a supernatural feat. Look at this. It's a supernatural feat. Graveyard dead, in the ground, in the ground. He did not, he did not decay in the ground, but here it is. He went, he went and did the work that he had to do, came back, raised him from the dead, and it's the same spirit that's in me and you. And he says this, I will lead and guide you into all truth. I will lead and guide you into the truth of how to walk in this different realm and how to walk in this dimension and how to live out of that dimension and how to do what it is. We are a colony of, we are, we are a colony of heaven on earth. We are a colony. We have been colonized from heaven to earth. We shake off those things. Remember what Paul said earlier? I forget those things that are behind. I forget how it is. I forget my limitations. I forget my inabilities. I forget what I couldn't do. I forget all of those things that are behind. And what do I do? I press. I press, I move towards, I move towards, I move towards, I don't care how difficult it is, I'm moving towards that high mark. I'm moving uh, towards uh, uh, allowing uh, it to be as he is, so am I in the earth. And he says this, who transformed these humble bodies, who transforms them. Remember, uh, uh, Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration. It was transformed and it was here. How, how do I know it was here? Because the disciples, they saw it. They saw it. People will see your transfiguration. People will see you being transformed. And it's not, oh my gosh, they see me. And I'm so different than I was. Remember, I used to do this. I used to turn tricks. I used to shoot people. I used to kill people. I used to, I used to curse people out. I used to do this and I used to do this. And look, I don't do it anymore. Well, what do you do now? <laughs> okay. I mean, all of that's great. But let's go further. Let's go all the way. He says this. He says, and transform us into the identical likeness of his glorified body. When he came back, he walked through walls. You said, well, we can't do that. He went from, he, 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 he showed himself here and then there he was someplace else. <laughs> okay. You said that can't happen. It happened to Philip. 
It happened to Philip and it happened to others. Here it is. This happened. This happened. This happened. I, I mean, Paul was, was, was they, they thought he was dead. There he was dead. And then he gets up and starts to move on. You realize that they're throwing them big stones at him. Those big rocks. They're not no little bitty pebbles. Come on. Let, let's let God expand our minds. Let's let him expand our minds. See, I need you. I need you. I need you to walk in this too. It can't just be me. It can't just be apostles. It just can't be prophets. It can't just be McGee and me. It can't just be this person and me. It's, uh, we, we, we need each other. Remember we started off and we were talking about the colony of people. We're talking about this oneness. It's talking about and let us all advance together advancing together. I am, I mean, I, I, I am committed to your growth. I am committed to your, 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 your manifesting the kingdom of God. I am committed to you. Why? Because your growth and my growth are all important. We're one body. We are one glorified uh, uh, body. We are to manifest one Jesus in the earth. Okay. And using his matchless power, wow, using his matchless power, he continually subdues everything to himself. Look at that. We don't even have to do anything but to let the mind of Christ, to allow the Spirit of God to work in and through us. Submit to him, submit to God, resist the adversary, and he will flee receive what it is that God has for us living in harmony one with another here it is we 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 got to we we have to deeply love one another because why is that because we're all a part of the same body we're not different we're not we're we're, we're not a part of any other body but we are a colony of priests of kings and priests of priests and kings and uh uh anyway any questions so far Anybody have any questions that they've thrown up there? No questions? Okay. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Um, uh, I, read, I read Timothy 2, um, 3 and 4. And uh, it says, uh, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in the warfare entangles, entangles himself. Didn't say that you weren't involved in anything that was going on, but entangles himself so much until he can't see what it is that God wants done. Uh, uh, in the, in the, in the affairs of life, uh, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And, and here's something that I wrote in my book. I said, finally, uh, church, I've, I've said it before, but I'll tell it to you again. Choose today whom you are going to serve self others or god i made up my mind i have to make up my mind daily to choose to walk in this but i have never ever ever in my life been to have this hunger and have this thing that i have now walking in the fear of the lord is strange at times when our jobs professions businesses may be such as uh, that we want us, they want us to socialize and we socialize with unbelievers. There are so many things that are going on. We have to have a standard that is of Christ and not, not one that is short of pleasing God. Jabez of the tribe of Judah prayed that God uh, would keep him from evil and that he would not cause pain to others. He, um, I, I talked the other night or whatever it was about evil, the difference between sin and evil he, that would keep him from criticizing others, that would keep him from getting into conspiracies, that would keep him from doing things that was destructive to other people, that he would not cause pain to others. Many times what happens is this, we're causing so much pain to others because of our mouth. We don't spend our time using our mouth in order to bless, in order to bring the culture of the kingdom, in order to colonize people into the kingdom of God, in order to walk as that one, as, as that voice, 
as the voice of Almighty God, as the love of Almighty God, as, as heaven's uh, representative here in the earth. What we do is uh, many times what happens is we tear people down. We'll tear the president down. We'll tear uh, the, the mayors down. We'll tear uh, other people down. And really people tear people down in, in, in the church. They're not acting the way you think that they should act. They're not doing it the way you think that they should do. And so what happens is this, we use our mouths destructively. And what we do is we get a whole, we, 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 we actually go uh, have a conspiracy going. And what happens is this, there's a conspiracy to destroy another brother or sister, to destroy another person. That's evil. God says it's evil. And Jabez says, keep me from that. His mother named him Jabez because he caused her pain in childbirth. And, and so he's saying he recognized something. He says, keep me. Uh, th so that I won't cause pain so that people won't have to talk about me the way that they talk the way that they want to talk about me so that I can bless my mother keep it so that I can bless her rather than cursing her rather than looking at how it is that she felt about me in short he was asking God to bless all that he did but to keep him from the fear to keep him in the fear of the Lord which was keeping him humble and honest uh, people that walked in puffed up and pride and self-importance have no fear of God. When we walk in those ways, we don't have a fear of God. We don't have an awe of God. We don't even have an understanding of God. We don't have the love of God. We're not allowing him to operate in our lives and through our lives. What it is, is that we're living according to uh, the religious uh, uh, traditions of the world. Remember, the thing is, is this. Religion did not start in the church. Religion has always been, ever since Satan has, has done what it is, because it started out in the Garden of Eden, God did not save. See, there it is. And you can do this without this thing happening. That's what religion is. Religion is telling you, you can go against what God says. You can go against the king. You can go against the owner. You can go against your parents. You can go against this and still be okay. And that's what religion does. Religion uh, 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 puts you in bondage. Religion takes away your freedom. Religion does all of these things. And I can't say too often, that is so important to obey God. It's so important to look at his word and say, you know what? I desire this more than I desire anything. I desire to walk with you rather than against you. See, obey, obedience is just walking with God instead of walking against him. I mean, it's real simple. It's like, oh God, I love you and I want to walk with you. And I mean, you know, here it is. You're walking along and swinging arms or doing whatever it is. Or, or you're, you know, God is saying, uh, here I am right here and and you got to walk through uh, the Shawshank uh, thing you know you got to walk through all this trash you got to walk through all this garbage in order to get there but he's saying come on come on come on just as he told Peter when he was on uh, on the water come on come on come on come on with me and so Peter walked with him as far as he could and uh, as I said you know I haven't seen nobody else do what Peter did so I'm definitely not gonna put Peter down and you guys that put Peter down you better think about it I ain't seen you walk on the water and you ain't see, and you haven't made it yet so what it is is obedience is just walking with him walking with God and so um, um, Let's see, I'm almost finished, okay? Um, nope, not gonna go there. I was gonna open something up and I'm not gonna do it. <clears throat> I'm gonna finish with this. I believe that the only thing that's really, really important these, this holiday season is Thanksgiving time is to take some time to yourself whether it's an hour whether it's 30 minutes whether it's 15 minutes whatever it is and just listen just sit quietly and listen and find out what it is that God wants to do in and with you to find out how it is that you can walk with him how it is that you can manifest 
as this colony, with this colony, I should say, of heaven on earth. That's so important. It's so important that we walk, that we live in the culture of the kingdom of God. Because without living in the culture of the kingdom of God, we're living in the culture of the world and it's in, in, in all of its trappings. You can't mix it. You got to choose. You have to choose death or life. Death is religion and its culture. It's doing what you want to do, the way that you want to do it. It's speaking what you want to speak. It's feeling and, and uh, uh, living by your feelings. It's not having the, the, the boundaries of the kingdom of God. He says, don't go past this mark. Don't move this, don't, don't move this, 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 uh, this mark. Don't move this boundary. He says, I set all these things in boundaries, just like he told the ocean. He says, you go no further. And you, uh, you know, you go here, but you don't go another further. You can't go any further. And he set those boundaries and they can't go any further. It's the same thing in our lives. It's time to set some real boundaries, to set some boundaries that are the culture of the kingdom. <clears throat> to set up some, 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 some uh, boundaries in our lives to say, I can't go past this. And not to try and walk as close to it as you possibly can. But to realize that these are such safeguards and what's going to happen is just going to change it's going to change the rhythm of your life. It's going to change the dimension of the life that you live. It's going to change the frequency that you live in. As we decide that we're going to obey him, that we're going to walk with him, you cannot walk with God and walk in the frequency of earth. Something great has to happen. And I'm realizing more and more that there is a... Uh, uh, there, there is something going on in my mind and in, 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 in this mind that's in me that says, oh, oh no, oh no. It's like Jesus was when he was in the earth. He set his face after something and he didn't look to the right or to the left. He let nothing deter him. They said, come here, oh no, don't do this. And, 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 and uh, um, uh, Peter was telling him, no, they're not going to take you. He said, get away from me. You're talking like Satan. He called him a devil a, uh, uh, coming out of his mouth. It wasn't him, but he was calling him that because that's what he was acting like. When we tried to shortcut, when we tried to cease from picking up our cross and following him, and then we make excuses for it because this is too hard. This is too difficult. Well, God wouldn't want me to go through this. God wouldn't want me to go through this. Then why is it that he put inside of you in your temperament? He put those weaknesses there so that he could take you to them so that you could be strong and strong in the Lord and the power of his might. If everything, if I was able to take care of everything in my life, I wouldn't need to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I wouldn't need his might. I would use my own. He allows situations. He wants situations for you to realize that he is there, that you are not alone, that he is the one that's doing the work. Remember when Jesus was here in the earth, he says, it's my father that does the work. My father is always at work. His word is always at work because his word does not return empty. And then all the mess that people were, all the mess that was going on in Jeremiah, he said, and then I know the plans that I have for you. All of the stuff that you're going through, the plans that I have for you are good plans. So you're going to come through all of this. You're going through all of this mess, but you're going to come through it. It's not to harm you. These things will not harm you. These things will strengthen you. But we look at it sometimes and here is what it is that we think. I should not go through anything. I should not go through this hard place 
This is just too hard. It's because we're not trying to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And I definitely understand because a lot of stuff I'm going through right now, I don't like it. It seems like it's glorified hell. But you know what? He will get the glory and hell will not. It'll be, it'll be glorified kingdom of God as I go through it. And as I go through it, the frequencies in my body, the rhythm and my mind and all of these things is changing because I'm going through it from heaven to earth, not from earth to heaven. I'm not praying from earth to heaven saying, get me out of this mess. That's the difference. When you're praying from earth to heaven, you're saying, get me out of this mess. When you're praying from heaven to earth, you already know that you, you already know you, you, that you have been delivered because you're looking from another lens and you're looking from a height. Makes a difference, big difference. So it's just a sea law thing. It's not meant to be deep just meant to be instructive, meant to be helpful, I'm not trying to be deep and wonderful, just trying to uh, 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 encourage us to realize something, that if you know that you're going to go through something, if you know that there is going to be pain, if you know that picking up your cross and going to where it is that he's telling you to go to, to follow him. He says, I go before you and make the crooked road straight. I go before you and I smooth out the path. But you got to start to walk on the rocky path. You got to walk on this narrow road because it's not a wide road. But when we do that, it's because we're secure in our seat. We're secure in him. We are positionally in him. Now it's time for us to take that position and walk it out in the earth. And you can do it. I can do it. We can do it together. And we'll support each other. We'll pray one for another. We'll, we'll worship one for another. We'll esteem others higher than we esteem ourselves. And every time we do that, we're making ground. Every time we do that, because it's so much easier to feel sorry for ourselves and to, to, to pet our wounds and then to see somebody else and say, oh God, what are they going through? Let me pray for them. Let me walk with them. And when you start to walk with them, you realize that you walk them in a path and my gosh, your, your road is right there too. And you're able to get to where it is that you're going. Because the word of God says what you make happen for somebody else, God is already making happen for you. So, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I thank you so much. Oh, I thank you so much for allowing me to come into your home this Tuesday night. And if this has been a blessing to you, then go to our website, www mteminc.org and let us know if you have a prayer request, if you have a need of, of uh, something that you want us to pray about or someone to talk to or whatever it is, contact us. Our uh, actual phone number is 408-945-4439. Crystal will get back to you. And if this has been a blessing to you, then, uh, you know, hit the donate button and, um, you know, uh, release an offering. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for tonight. And I'll be back next week to tell it like it, like it is, like it really is. Happy Thanksgiving and bye-bye to all of you.